Hey, I'm Arnie Singer, founder of Onrush Digital, located in scenic, not really, Hackensack, New Jersey. And in this digital marketing podcast, I teach business owners how to use digital marketing to grow their companies. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, please email me at arnie, A-R-N-I-E, at onrushdigital.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about mobile. Uh, In the previous episode, we discussed whether you need a website at all. And then we discussed the different options that you could use if you decided that you did need a website. So today we're going to talk about whether you need a mobile website or a native mobile app. So unless you've been hibernating for the last few years, you already know that most internet users are searching and viewing stuff on their mobile devices. Because of that, Google has decided to make mobile usability a priority when ranking websites. So in other words, if there are two websites that answer the same query, Google will show the one that is mobile-friendly first. They call it mobile-first indexing. If you Google that, you will find a lot explaining exactly what I just said. But Basically, if you try to drive traffic from Google then having a mobile-compatible site could make a big difference. It could put you ahead of your competition uh, that is not mobile-compatible. Assuming that you've done the analysis that you need and you decided to build a website for your business, like we talked about last week, the next question you need to answer, which is what we're going to be doing today, is what to do about mobile. How are you going to accommodate the more than 50% of users? Uh, In some cases, it could be much higher than that, depending on your particular business. How are you going to accommodate those visitors who will be viewing your website on a mobile device? So there are three options that I'm going to talk about today. Number one, creating a responsive website. Number two, creating a mobile version of your existing website. And three, creating a native smartphone application or app. So let's start with responsive website. What is responsive design? Basically, responsive design means that your web pages will look good on devices of different sizes. In other words, iPad, desktop, iPhone or whatever kind of phone you use. I happen to use an iPhone. The way that you accomplish this without getting into the details of coding is by making the elements on your web page scale and also by hiding and displaying different elements based on the size of the browser that is rendering it. So again, without getting into the coding, let's say you have um, a certain image that looks great on desktop but once it gets scaled to a smaller size looks horrible on mobile so you can write a line of code its CSS code that will display that image only on desktop and hide it on mobile devices 
The important thing to understand from all this is that a responsive website will look good on mobile and it's going to satisfy your mobile users and it will also satisfy Google. So when you build your website, it's imperative to make sure that you make your website responsive. Now building a responsive website is pretty standard these days, especially if you use Google, uh, sorry, if you use WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, or any of the other um, sort of commonly used platforms that have professionally designed themes or templates. But surprisingly enough, I still see plenty of websites that are not mobile responsive. And there could be several different reasons for this. For one, you or your designer do not properly utilize the built-in settings for responsiveness included in the theme that you're using. So again, if you're using one of these platforms, you're going to be using a theme. It could be a free theme, it could be a theme that you purchased. And most themes, or all themes probably, will have settings. And one of the settings is probably going to have to do with responsiveness. And if you click on that, then your site will be responsive. I'm actually thinking of a specific theme, uh, the Enfold theme that I use a lot. Um, it's a WordPress theme. So there's a setting that will make the site responsive. If you don't click on that, it will not be responsive. So that's a simple fix. Um, two, you should either hide or display a mobile compatible version or certain elements on your web page and you haven't done that. So like I described before, you might have certain elements on your web page that simply do not look good on a mobile device and you need to hide those. But you or whoever built your site didn't do that. They just didn't take mobile into account when they built the site. Now, another reason why your site might not be responsive is because your, your web page or web pages have a custom design that just does not work on mobile. Um, you might have, have had an incredible vision and your designer designed uh, a masterpiece <laughs> of uh, a visual design for your web page and it looks amazing on a desktop browser. However, it looks like crap on mobile. So in this case, you'll either have to modify that design or create a separate mobile version of it, which we'll discuss um, very shortly. And the last reason why your current website might not be responsive is you just haven't bothered to view your website on the phone. And you'd be surprised how often this happens, where you'll, you'll build a website and you're doing it on your desktop and everything looks great and uh, you haven't really bothered to look at it on your phone. And when you do, you immediately notice that your website sucks on mobile. So this could happen, and uh, you just haven't checked. A lot of times this happens to businesses that 
probably will not be using, will not be viewing, or at least they don't think that their site will be viewed a lot on, on a phone. Maybe a, a manufacturing company, or certain types of consulting companies. Um, but the fact of the matter is that people are viewing that their site on the phone, and as important, Google is also viewing it on the phone, and they are, and the ranking. Um, lowering your website ranking because it's not mobile compatible. So before you build a website, make sure that you or your design team know that it must be responsive. If you already have a website, take a look at it on mobile right now. Just stop for a second, go to your website on your mobile phone, look at it, and then fix it. Now, we just discussed responsive website. The second, the second uh, kind of mobile option that you have is creating a mobile version of your website. Now, in most, for most standard websites, you'll be just fine using the same site for both desktop and mobile as long as you use responsive design like we just discussed. There are, however, cases where you'll need to create a full mobile version of your website. So here are a few possibilities. Possibility number one, you already have a huge website with hundreds of unique pages that you'd need to update to be made responsive. So let's say the website is old uh, and at that time responsive design wasn't as prevalent as it is today and wasn't as important and your website was created not using responsive design. So you've got hundreds of pages. So you can either go through and modify each page which could end up, obviously that's a lot of work, but also there's a lot of room for for human error that could, little mistakes that could break the entire site and People do make errors, and it happens quite often, especially when you're making a lot of changes on a lot of pages. So there's a risk with uh, modifying each page. Or the alternative is you can simply design a new website, which is specifically designed for mobile from scratch, and just import your content into that. The second reason why you might want to create a mobile version of your website is you want to show your mobile users a great deal of content that's different from what you're showing your desktop users. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, maybe your analytics is showing that your desktop users are all, say, middle-aged and up, and your mobile users are all millennials. So you obviously want to give them a very different experience uh, depending on who they are. Or you know that, say, users speaking a specific language are usually only viewing your site on mobile. And you want to create a mobile site in that language to target those particular users. And another possibility why you might want to create a mobile version of your website is that you have separate teams in different locations maintaining each respective site. So it's just going to be easier 
from a project management perspective um, to just separate those two sites and have them maintained totally, you know, individually by each team. Now, building a separate mobile site is at least double the amount of work. And with that comes double the amount of maintenance. But it does give you the freedom to be super specific in your targeting and create the best experience possible for each respective device. Now, how, just take a, a break here. How does the mobile version work? Basically, there would be a script on your server that would detect what device uh, your user is using to view the site. Um, and based on that, it would redirect the user to either the desktop version or the mobile version. So we've discussed having a website, a single website that's responsive, that will work great on both desktop and mobile. And we've also discussed creating a separate mobile version of your website. Now, the third option is to have a native smartphone app. Now, everyone loves apps. I know when I brainstorm new business ideas with my wife, she'll always throw out ideas for apps. How about an app for this? How about an app for that? And my response is usually something like, well, why does it need to be an app? So the app usually referred to by people is a native iPhone or Android app, depending on who you're hanging out with. I personally am an iPhone guy. A native app basically is a software program developed for a specific device, which takes full advantage of the elements of that device's operating system. So the user will download this app onto his or her personal phone so it doesn't require Wi-Fi to use and the app can also access and integrate with the other elements on your phone such as the phone and your photos and your contacts and your GPS so if your website needs to integrate with a mobile device to use those elements I just mentioned then you should definitely consider developing a native app just bear in mind that it costs a lot more to develop a native app, or I should say a custom native app. Um, I'll give you a couple suggestions in towards the end of the podcast of how to keep your costs down. But if your website is primarily informational, and you don't need to you know, access the functionality of the phone, then you'll probably do very well with just using a responsive site or, in certain cases, a mobile version of your site. But again, if your application needs to track your user's location and access the phone's camera, for example, then a native app is the way to go. Also, if speed is of the essence, then a native app is going to be much better because it's much faster. It doesn't need the internet to work. So a great example of a business that might need a native app is a dating site. Before Tinder came along, most dating sites were websites. And when Tinder, the Tinder app came along and it introduced the swiping feature, which we're now 
all familiar with, but this was a feature on a phone, I think specifically on an iPhone. So we didn't have that swiping thing before. Um, it also, Tinder also tapped into a phone's GPS to let you find matches around you. So while people are still using dating websites, way more people use Tinder and other native apps that take advantage of the swiping and the GPS, especially people in the younger demographic. I mean, most of them are using apps exclusively. And uh, you just can't beat the swiping, that whole gaming uh, aspect of dating. So if you're planning to launch a dating business, you, you pretty much must have a native app unless you're going for the senior citizen crowd, which might actually not be a bad idea. And there are plenty of people already targeting that demographic. But if you're going for the younger demographic, the millennials, you need to focus on, on apps and mobile. So the bottom line. To determine what kind of mobile presence you need to create, you have to analyze your business objectives, your target market, and your competition. This is stuff we've talked about already. If you're primarily informational, you can stick with your original website as long as it's mobile compatible. And we talked about responsive and mobile version. If your business objective or target market requires a native app, so there are ways of getting one built which will not break your bank. For basic apps, there are off-the-shelf app builder solutions. Like These are just a couple that, that I've found, Shoutem and AppyPie. And these charge a relatively small monthly fee. So basically, you can get an app onto the iPhone store for about $30 a month. Not too bad. Now, if you want something custom, and more sophisticated, the, you'll need to invest in an app developer, which could run you anywhere from a few thousand dollars to, you know, the sky's the limit. It all depends on your specs and the developer you choose. And you could find developers or development companies on sites like Upwork and sure there are other, other sites. So just to summarize, you must have a website that is mobile compatible. And there are a few ways to do that. You can either design your website using responsive design, which is probably the easiest route to go. You can create a separate mobile version of your website, or in certain cases, depending on your business objectives and target market, you might need to build a native smartphone app. Thanks for listening. Again, if you have questions, email them to arnie at onrushdigital.com. And next podcast episode, we're going to get into social media accounts. And we're going to go through LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and other Facebook, other social media accounts, and figure out if you need them or not, should you be active on them, and how to go about crushing it on them. So have a great day and we'll see you in the next podcast.